0: I invite you to pray with me. Gracious and loving God, we give you thanks for this morning. To gather together to sing songs of praise and also songs of lament. The invitation for us, and what does this mean for us? If we're not the ones grieving, if we're in the place of power, perhaps we ought to say to ourselves, well, what is the grief about? And am I involved, and can I help make amends? Over the past, uh, I think it's been four weeks now, we've been reading White Fragility with a, a small group on Tuesday morning at 11 a.m. And Griffin, who is in our praise team, has been helping lead us in that. And it's been a, an awesome opportunity to explore. There are no perfect answers. And one of the things that keeps coming up is this, the idea that, well, now what are we supposed to do? What are we supposed to say? But the reality is, is it's just hard. hard. The reality is that we live within a system that we might not be able to change, but being there and naming it and being able to communicate grief is, well, important. To name the loss, to name the pain, to name the brokenness is in itself important. And see, the thing is, is it's not just the Black Lives Matter movement. I know that for many of us, COVID-19 has been an incredibly painful time. A time that's brought upon grief. I know of people that have lost a loved one, unable to travel to be at their funerals. I've presided at a funeral where that was the case. We still have loss in our lives. Many of us have lost jobs or incomes during this time. See, grief can manifest in all sorts of ways. And I think that one of the things during this time is that we see that that grief is this kind of culminate can be this culmination, like in Rizpah's story. That the pain that had been kind of lingering on for a while can sometimes come to this boiling over point. And we saw that with we seeing that with Black Lives Matter. There's also the pain of the loss itself. Loss of a loved one, a loss of a job, a loss of a relationship. There's also the loss of the future that you had hoped for. And the uncertainty and the feeling of being unraveled like the table has it. And the loss that's associated with that. And I think that one of the losses that we're experiencing, or we will experience especially, is the loss of change. That life the way we knew it is going to change and we may or may not see what that's going to look like. When I remember my kindergarten, I do not remember having to wear a mask and do it online. And Grayson, my middle son, is starting school at Monowilly, and that's going to be his experience. We're, when we are able to be back together, we're not going to be able to be singing with bolsterous choirs. We're not going to be able to be hugging each other and shaking each other's hands. And you know, people are telling us that life in general is going to look differently in the future. Certainly people have been telling me that when it relates to church is that we can't just hope to go back to the way things were, that we ought to look to the future to adapt, to change, to continue to do things like this where we're able to connect digitally in other ways. And as exciting as that can be sometimes, it's also the reality that it's a loss for those of us who found value in what was there. So I don't know where you are on that sort of spectrum of grief, but I'm imagining that at some point over the past few months, you found yourself grieving, whether it was named or not. And see, here's the thing that I wish we could just get over it or just be confident or just, like I talked about last week, just have the faith to make things right. That when life feels unraveled and you have the yarn and you have the torn fabrics of your life, that you could just get over it. But God is found in the dark places. Romans chapter 8 says nothing can separate you from the love of God. And so add to the list. Whatever it is that you feel like might be able to separate you, the grief that you feel that you have cannot separate you from God's love. Not even death itself can separate you from God's love. And that doesn't make it feel good. But it's a reminder that God's love is present with you. And it's also an invitation to not be afraid to name the grief. To acknowledge it. That's why the Psalms still have a place. Lamentations still have a place. So that's why this story still has a place. Because grief Isn't bad in itself. Grief is a painful experience, but it can lead to public action. It can lead, we never would have done probably the white fragility book study had it not been for the grief, the public grief that had been displayed. Vigils have power to them. And so that's what we're going to do in just a little bit during the prayers of the people after a song of reflection. And so during this song of reflection, I actually invite you to get that candle ready that I talked about. Because what we're going to do is we're going to come and our praise team is going to light the candle in representation of our griefs, personal ones. But we want you to do the same. They can be griefs, like I said, that have been long coming and building slowly the way that life didn't pan out, or it could have been grief that perhaps is this immediate experience, a, a loss of being connected, a, a loss of a loved one. Or it can be the grief of the unknown and the change in society. This uh, character of Rizpah that I invite you to go back to as the most obscure thing that we could kind of imagine. Why is it even there? But we see within her the potential for all of us to be on the mountainside with her and to cry our cries and hope that, that some sort of change might take place. Or we just lift it up to God and so later, when you blow the candles out, the idea that things might not have been made right in the moment, but just like the smoke goes and dissipates into the heavens, so too does God receive your cries and hears them and is present with you. So no matter how unraveled you feel in grief, God is there with you and hears you. I invite you to pray with me. Gracious and loving God, I use the words of the Apostle Paul that it's with sighs too deep for words that we lift our cries up to you. I don't know all the pains and all the hardships and the losses that people are experiencing. I don't know the griefs that we each carry. But we lift them up to you. It's in your son's name we pray. Amen.